Welcome to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. My name is Susan Sellers, and I'll be your host for today. This podcast has been made possible thanks to the generous support from the Spouses Club of Lewis McCord. While at MSEC's Global Summit, I had a chance to chat with nine-year-old Quinn. She shared about her love of dance and how it kept her connected to her dad when he was deployed and how her experience being one of the winners of the Call for the Arts created conversations with her classmates about life as a milk kid. So let's take a listen to that conversation. For our podcast listeners that didn't get to meet you last night at the kickoff to the Global Summit, would you tell a little bit about yourself? Okay, so I lived in four states so far. And you're going into the fourth grade? Fourth grade, okay. So you're here at the Hemset Global Summit because you were selected for an art piece you did. And actually, your art piece was interpretive dance. Is that right? Okay. So I'm curious, how did you hear about the campaign for Call for the Arts? Uh, my teacher, he saw him doing something one um, random morning. He printed it out, lots of copies of it, since he wasn't sure if he was a military child. But it, it turns out I was the only military child. So uh, my teacher handed it out to me, and me and my mom talked about what we should do. Like, should it be a drawing or kind of dancing? That is very cool. So, what did you decide to pick dancing? I did it for my dad like a couple of years ago in Nebraska. He like still knew every dance. I just had to practice it again. He still had the costumes, so everything was pretty good. I think. So creative that you decided to put your art to music and to dancing. So have you been dancing for a long time? I've been dancing since I was two years old. Wow. And my first uh, dance on stage was three. I love how I can just like listen to the music and just like randomly start dancing. And the hard part is like when you're on stage and like you're so nervous, but when the music just starts playing, your body just does it without you thinking about it. Well, I think that is a talent because my body would not do the same, <laughs> the same things. I don't have a sense of rhythm, but I love it. Listeners, as she's chatting with me, she's already swaying to some inner music, I think. I, I think you must be drawn to that. That must be one of your character strengths. So I think that is really cool. So for our listeners that haven't seen the dance, we're going to include in the show's notes a link so they can watch it. But what would you like to tell them about the dance that meant to you or what it symbolized? It, it meant a lot to me. Like, he was gone for a like, long time. So we really missed him and started working on the dance. Uh, my dad, how much I missed him and how much I loved It means so much that I think it, like, it means too much. <laughs> Is that possible? I wonder if something can mean too much, right? Yeah, it's pretty hard to imagine such thing. It is. So do you think dancing's helped you as a military kid? I think it helped in a lot of ways. Can you give me an example? Okay, like the Japan example, I just like to listen to music, listen to wave music. It's it's really calm. Wave music? I don't think I know what, what is wave music. It's just, it's just uh, 
Okay, so you use that sort of like the meditation, the center yourself, and stuff like that. Who is your favorite artist? Do you have a favorite artist to dance to? Favorite uh, person who sings the songs, but I do have like a favorite painter. Oh, okay. Um, who is that? Um, Vincent Van Gogh. It's really cool to see um, someone else's art and how they feel. If you put your feelings to dance, he put his feelings to the canvas, to painting, yes. And I love that art's subjective. And one person may like that, and one person may not, and it's okay. It's all of what we connect with. You said something that's kind of interesting. So when your teacher put out the call to submit for the Code of the Arts campaign, you were the only no kid in your in your class? Well, most of my classmates said their grandparents were military. My teacher was like, nope, military child. So they gave it to me. That is kind of amazing. So, what did your friends in class think? They thought it was uh, pretty, pretty cool uh, because, like, uh, it had my dance link on it. So, we pressed the dance link and it video on the screen, and it was just pretty crazy. It is. It's it's wild probably seeing your friend dancing there on the big screen and getting to come to DC and meet the first lady, uh, Dr. Biden. I think that's. That's pretty remarkable. This experience has helped your friends to understand, like, no kid like better, or have they started asking you questions? They started asking me some questions, like, okay. what is it like for your father to be gone a long time? And do you like being a military child? It took a while for me to answer those questions because I haven't prepared for them. I just answered, made me feel pretty good. Yeah. I think it started, it started conversations so that people understand what military life's about because even though it's great because living places like Nebraska and California, it's not without its challenges. I mean your dad had to live in Japan for so long, how to move, it's sort of finding that balance, right? Between between the good and the challenges. So would you say that dancing helps you to cope with those long deployments or the separations when you have to move? It's really helping a lot. Ever since I got used to the moving, like I said, it's pretty hard leaving home to home. So it's it's kind of confusing to hear like you're moving at such a random time. Exactly, because there's no set time. It could be December, it could be July. So it's kind of like a present, but it's not one you were expecting. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's. I think you've got a really good outlook on stuff, and, but I like the fact that you say, hey, it's not easy. And sometimes you just have to kind of go, like you said, go with the flow and find things that you'd like to do, like dancing. So, Quinn, I would love for you to share with our listeners, what are some of the highlights from the MSEC Global Summit that you've experienced this week? 
I've experienced uh, museum uh, history, and it that was really cool. Uh, I saw the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah, I, I've seen a lot. And have you asked me any interesting people? Some interesting people, like the first lady. No way. Yeah. All right, so tell me about that. She announced me on stage for last night for my dance. She, it, it was like she knew everything about me, like what I did, where I was from. And like she even had my school picture. She did? Wow, that's pretty cool. So did you get to meet her? Yeah, I got to meet her. She gave me M&Ms from the White House. And then she gave me her gold coin, and it has some of her sentences she wrote in some of her books, and it has her signature on it. And yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty special. I would say probably not too many people, definitely little kids, have that coin. You want to take it back to show Mr. Pinion, the rest of your classmates? Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing him this year. No, I think that's cool, and maybe it'll even create more conversation. Appreciate you chatting with me today. I really enjoyed that conversation with Quinn. It was a great opportunity to see how her and her mom were able to seek comfort in the art of dance. We're going to include the YouTube link in our show's notes so you can see Quinn's performance. You've been listening to the MSEC podcast, the official podcast of the Military Child Education Coalition. Thanks again to the Spouses Club of Lewis McCord for making today's podcast possible. Until next time, live a great story.